You're listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 71 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Living Weekly. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And from Spain, I am Father Roderick. From Spain? That's not where you're normally from. I am in Spain right now. I'm looking on my right side, and I've, I'm, I'm looking at my balcony, and I see our swimming pool below. It's a gorgeous day. It's like 100 degrees Fahrenheit outside, but I'm sitting inside here doing a podcast. How cool is that? It is amazing what technology allows us to do, and I was, I was kind of concerned. I'm like, oh, man, our audience, they're going to be so bummed because we didn't record last week because I was out of town, and you're out of town, and... I was going to record something without you today, just even if it was like a 10 or 15 minute episode, just to kind of give an update. But wow, am I so excited <laughs> that you pinged me on uh, on Skype and said, hey, let's let's do a little something. So uh, you're in Spain. This is tell folks what you do, because I, I don't think that everybody else out there knows about us uh, about you as much as I do. And your experience of what you do with a, a group of other priests once a year as far as your vacation yeah, we we have a, a a week or two of vacation every year, and um, of course, all of us. Uh, I've got a couple of friends uh, that I know from from Rome, from the time that I studied uh, communications in Rome, and uh, ever since we returned to Holland, we we kept seeing each other, and then you know, uh, at one point we were all like, "What are we going to do uh, for our vacation?" And we're like, well, "Why why don't we go back to Italy uh, and just revisit Rome and." You know, sit, uh, eat ice cream, and, and reminisce about those happy days in Rome. And so we did that. We we went to Rome on vacation, and then the, the year after that, where we're like, well, we, we could we could do this uh, and um, another time, and, and just go to Scotland. So we went to Scotland, and then we went to Ireland. And so every year now it's tradition. Um, just two weeks per year, we see each other, we get together, and uh, and this year we're um, we're in Spain, actually, in the south of Spain. And uh, and I'm having a blast. This is the first vacation ever uh, with an internet connection at home. In the past, I mean, even last year, I had to walk up to uh, uh, some villagers, and and we note I noticed on my iPhone that they had an open Wi-Fi connection. So I would stand in their <laughs> in their front yard for hours checking my email and, and twittering photos. <laughs> Whereas now I have internet right here. And so this morning, uh, had a we did a very long hike, like a two-hour hike in the mountains, and uh, and then I kind of passed out because it's so hot, and it's <laughs> and um, and so I just woke up, but I was like, well, let's do a podcast. Well, that so is- uh, my, my my friends are 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 down below, probably uh, uh, pr- starting to prepare uh, some kind of Spanish dish for dinner, and, uh, and and I have some peace here in my room. Very cool. Well, I tell you, I I'm I think it was one of your trips to I think it was the trip to Ireland. Uh, was that the one where you went to Dublin? Yes, indeed. And you recorded. I did, I did those uh, sound tours of uh, the the city of uh, uh, Dublin, and there was a street artist uh, that was singing this Alleluia song that which I recorded, and then I posted that as a podcast. And <laughs> do you remember that? I do remember that. In fact, um. I had been listening to you for a little bit by that time, but I remember that being the first episode where I said, 
I really like the way that this guy podcasts and I, I'm really interested in finding out more about and, and you inspired a lot of the original ideas of, of some of the things that I had with the walk casts and just just the way yeah. that you shared and the authenticity. I, I felt I kind of mimicked a lot of, of the things that I heard you sharing in, in, in my approach to podcasting. And I just remember falling in love with that Dublin, Ireland uh, episode where you were doing a sound sync tour and I was walking through my neighborhood and I remember some, like almost closing my eyes, but, you know, trying to keep an eye on where I'm walking so I don't run into a light pole or something. <laughs> but I really felt like I was walking down the streets of Dublin, Ireland with you. And I had never heard that Hallelujah song by Jeff Buckley, or I, I guess it's from somebody even before him. But I think Jeff Buckley's who made it really popular here in, in the States. Um, and I remember it was new to you as well because you're like, ah, I don't know this, but obviously with all these folks singing along, they seem to know this song as well. And I, I still remember that episode. Mm-hmm. I, I, I tell you, I remember that episode as though I was listening to it yesterday. Too funny. And that was yeah, that's the power of audio. It's it just, just yesterday I recorded another one of those, um, virtual tours of, um, a small town here in, in Spain. And we went there. There is not much here. It's mostly uh, uh, mountains. And we're not far from the southern coast, uh, about two hours uh, inward. And, um, and so I didn't really expect to visit many towns and cities. But uh, looking around on Google Earth, we found this town where it said that, or it said, we know for sure that uh, a, a great saint from the, uh, from the 16th century died. And uh, St. John of the Cross, he was a big mystic. And, uh, and so we, we visited that town and, and went to the, 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 the place is still there where he, where he died. And, and, and it was just fascinating. And it was so different from any other European town that I've ever visited. So I, at one point, um, I, at first I didn't want to podcast because I'm on vacation and this could perhaps be one of the topics that we talk about, you know, how to, what to do when you're on vacation and what not to do. And I actually put out the question the other day, like, should I, should I podcast or not? And some people say, yes, please. And others say, no, you're on vacation. This is work. Anyway, at one point we, we, we had seen everything. And then I was like, okay, I think I can squeeze in a half hour podcast. And so I flipped on the, the, the H2 uh, recorder and, and started to walk around. And before I knew it, I had like 45 minutes of, <laughs> of, of audio tour recorded. <laughs> so it's, and it's a lot of fun. The funny thing is when you walk around and you share uh, what you see with a, an invisible audience that is not even there, that's kind of a future audience. Uh, in some way it, it heightens your senses. I don't mm-hmm. know if you have that same experience. You, you look at stuff differently and while you are describing it forces you to, to look more closely and to notice all sorts of details and to listen to the sounds instead of just walking around and you become very aware of a dog barking in the, in, in a garden and a, and a car passing by and you're almost too aware of all those sounds and you start apologizing for the, for the noise in the background. Whereas that's, what makes the, the the vibrancy of the of the recording? Yeah, well, so um, I definitely know what you're talking about. Whether or not should we should we unplug? Should we should we stay connected to social networks and stuff like that? Um, I, I think you have a very good balanced approach to it. I know that 
sometimes uh, you had mentioned in the past where you would go and, and your priest friends would be like, you know, I wish you'd put that podcasting stuff away. You know, we'd really like some <laughs> <Yes>. more attention and <laughs> hang out with us, you know? And, and, and I think that there were times when you probably went maybe just a little overboard, just judging by what I've heard. But in recent years, mm-hmm. I, I, I've noticed that, you know, you've still brought us content, whether it be while you're there, but with Twitter and Facebook and pictures and, and stuff like that. And then bringing back some pre-recorded stuff. And occasionally I've seen you do a live Ustream video chat and, and stuff like that. But it's, I definitely mm-hmm. see a balanced approach to it. Well, and then of course I have the big advantage of being, um, of course not with three friends, but uh, at the same time, I'm, I'm, I don't have a family or anything. So I can basically just walk away with a, a camera or a, a microphone and, and do a recording without really, you know, having any other responsibility than that. So it's, it's, uh, I guess in your situation, it's, it's, it's different. You, you have to, you have kids and, and, and a wife to take care of and you can just, you can't just wander off and say, I'm going to do a two hour show now. Bye. Yeah. Well, you can, but it's not necessarily the best parenting in the world. Uh, right. <laughs> and I'm saying this from experience, uh, but here's the situation. So we, we just got back from 11 day trip. And, uh, if you, if folks are interested, familyfromtheheart.com is a show that my wife and I produce and episode 165 is part one of two of our trip and uh, episode 166 is going to be recorded here in a little while uh, and it'll be part two of our trip and it's called the Ravens Cranks Go to Florida. So uh, it, the Ravens Cranks, the Ravens Cranks. Yeah. Have you ever, it, it, it's like an ongoing uh, kind of uh, joke with us because we, it was like, <laughs> we've done Christmas with the Ravens Cranks before. Uh, and oh yeah, I remember that. And we did. I think one we did Easter with the Ravens cranks, and now this is the Ravens cranks go to Florida. Uh, so uh, it, it, it's funny. It, it's fun stuff. But anyway, we we started off after we spent a day in Nashville. Uh, on our way from Nashville to Florida, we started episode one sixty five of podcast of family from the heart in the car while the kids are in the back seat. We asked them to say, "Hey guys, if you wouldn't mind, you know, we're going to try to record a podcast here." And of course, they had a movie on in the back seat, and they were, you know, really good. and And so we started recording. We recorded like sixteen, seventeen minutes worth of content. And what we decided uh-huh. is that, hey, you know, we're going to, you know, because we're, you know, we didn't get a, we didn't have time to pre record episode 165 before we left we have a sponsor for that show so in a way we kind of have an obligation to provide another episode for the month and and so we Mm -hmm. said you know what we didn't have a chance we're gonna here's what we did is we recorded in the car and then we said throughout our trip we're randomly going to pick up the recorder and just record updates of how things are going as we move along through this trip over the next 10 or 11 days and we've done nice. we've done stuff like that before, and then I can just edit it all together. Well, that was the original plan, but uh, because the Ravens cranks actually showed up, uh, and <laughs> it was crazy, it got a little bit out of control as far as our time. Uh, you know, the, there was not good, uh, there just wasn't good opportunities for us to just break free and and record a podcast. By the time we had the ability to record a podcast we were all like so super exhausted, you know, being in the car for 10 hours, you know, after that, it's not time to record a podcast. Being in an amusement park in the hot sun in Orlando, Florida uh, for, you know, about 10 10 to 12 hours and then 
walking around all day, being physically and mentally exhausted, that's not the best time to record. And of course, that's <laughs> that was our entire trip. It was it was that. It was crazy. And then we got to we got to Tennessee uh, for for the last part of our trip. And yeah, it was a whole lot more relaxed. But it was kind of like. I just don't feel like recording right now. I just want to sit back. I just want to relax. I don't want to do it. Can we do it? Can we do that tonight? And it's like tonight, mm-hmm. you know, tonight came and it's like, ah, let's just do it tomorrow. <laughs> and it's like, oh, let's just do it this <laughs> afternoon. Let's just do it tonight. Let's do it tomorrow. Can we do it before we leave? And and then it's, you know, can we record on the way home? And then uh, finally we recorded last night. And I'm not kidding when I say we started at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no way yes Stephanie oh. and I started that episode at one o'clock in the morning because it, it had it had to be done it had it, it's it, for us it, it's not just it was it, it's a financial obligation that we have to a sponsor so we needed to get mm. an episode out but so with all of that being said yeah for me it it just wasn't feasible to try to fit podcasting in on this journey and and so, yeah, that's definitely for me, the, the family time together was more important. And and if I didn't have family, sure, I could, gosh, I could take a recorder and record all day long as well. But even then, I think that I would want to have that, that same balance that I see that you're having these days. Well, the cool thing is the moment you feel free to record or not to record or to engage in social networks or not, the moment that that obligation is gone, it's a lot easier. It's it's. I mean, it, now when I share, I feel like I'm doing it because I like it. It's fun. It's yeah. it's not it's not work. I don't have that. Oh my gosh, I have to put a podcast out. Which in the past, I I think I took too far because I felt that obligation to that almost that non-existent social pressure to constantly contact my audience and and i knew actually that the people were like well stop posting because we want you to be on vacation yeah. <laughs> whereas now it's more like you know i like sharing what i what i experience because it enhances actually my enjoyment of it i have you know my ice cream tastes so much more if i post a picture on it on facebook and you get like 30 jealous replies it yes. tastes so much better it does <laughs> well speaking I- of which Food. Uh, I don't know how how your week went last week, but I'm having issues with uh, keeping myself like balanced on that level because the food is so good over here, and you've got that you know three fellow priests that love good food and are good at preparing good food, and we you know somehow find these excellent restaurants. It's hard. <laughs> I feel myself growing. Yeah. And not in a good way. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, um, for me, on the trip that we went on, is, is finding good food is not as easy when you're on a trip as, as far as the, the quality uh-huh. of food when it comes to health yeah. you know, thoughts. However, mm-hmm. the fact is, is, is because we were on the go all day. I mean, literally, you're, when you're walking at it, when you're at amusement parks, I mean, I'm literally walking probably eight, 10, 12 miles each day that I'm in the, these parks. So and cer- oh, wow. c- certainly the calorie burn is, is, is not, is not an issue there. Uh, but yeah, but the style of food that I was eating wasn't the best. Um, although I will tell you that the, the fact that I do have this mindset that I, 
you know, I am still trying to to keep an eye on and, and have a more balanced approach and healthy approach to the style of foods that I eat. Uh, I did notice that instead mm-hmm. of getting like chicken fingers or a cheeseburger or something like that at the park, a lot of them had rotisserie chicken, you know, and uh, obviously it's mm. more expensive, but I, I opted to go for a, a yeah. rotisserie chicken instead of, you know, pizza and French fries and cheeseburgers and stuff. Yeah. So that's what I did yesterday. I, I, I took a salad instead of uh, pasta or I don't know even what it was. And uh, it's just that I, I, I don't know when I'm on vacation. I, I, I stop really uh, paying attention to. And, but I, perhaps I'm, I'm catching myself in time because I've only been here for, for two, two days now. So uh, what I, what I really originally planned was to go out on a run every morning. But I noticed that it's so hot here and it's just dangerous to run when temperature goes beyond, let's say, 80 degrees. It's really you, you get dehydrated very quickly and, uh, and I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, but I might try swimming. It's not my favorite thing to do. But uh, since we have this swimming pool, I don't actually have no idea if that burns any calories. or It, it does. I, because some, does it? Yes, it does. If you're actually swimming, I mean, if you're just in the pool, just waiting, it's, it's no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I have no idea about the efficiency of swimming because I, I noticed at the uh, Biggest Loser Ranch, whenever a, a contestant is injured and, and can't walk anymore, there's a, like a knee injury, uh-huh. they put that guy in a swimming pool and, or, you know, just go in the swimming pool, do some exercises, and usually that guy loses the, the weigh-in afterwards. Well, so and, I'm not and, sure and, if it and is. still those people are injured too, um, but... No, I, I think I saw the pictures of the swimming pool. It's 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 a standard in ground pool that that a, a residence would mm-hmm. have, and if you were to yeah. really go and um, you know swim the laps, you know going from one end to the other, and and really get your heartbeat, the cardio actually you can burn more calories through swimming than you would probably running because you you really are fighting the resistance of the water. And at the same time, it's not as difficult uh-huh. because, I mean, the, the only thing is what I think is painful about uh, f- uh, about swimming is is that you start using muscles that you're not used to using. So you, I, I find mm-hmm. like if I haven't swam in, in, a, in months or even a year or more, when I get into the pool and I start doing a couple laps, I do three laps and then all of a sudden my arms are like, I mean, I can't lift them. It's, it's like, you know, it's like, man, this is tough stuff. But really, I think swimming is one of the best exercises when it comes to an efficient calorie burn. And um, it is supposedly one of the best exercises because it is actually so easy on your joints and bodies, but still has all the ability to work all of your muscles. Well, and the, the cool thing is, of course, uh, that swimming, it, it cools you down. So even when the temperatures are pretty elevated outside, uh, it, you can still swim without any problem, without getting dehydrated. Uh, dehydrated. And uh, as long as you kind of protect yourself against the sun, because it's that, you know, that's not a concern here, of course, with the, the, the UV radiation and everything. I don't want to get skin cancer. Right. <laughs> but um yeah, I might, I might actually do that. I'm, I'm looking at a big list here on NutriStrategy.com where they show you um, the amount of calories burned uh, for all sorts of different uh, exercises and also divide it per, you know, how much you weigh, mm-hmm. um, which is always kind of tricky because I need to kind of, I think I'm around 155 pounds. 
Definitely not 180. Let me see. Swimming. Because then I can count. Then I can start calculating again, you know, how much I eat. Because that's still relatively easy. Even with the Spanish food, I mean, I know what meat it does. I know what, you know, olive oil, how many calories that, that adds. Um, let's see. Swimming, laps, uh, freestyle slow. Oh, wow. That's a 493 calories per hour. Yeah. That's, that's actually quite good. Mm-hmm. That's not too bad. But, but, just, re, but, but mm. just remember, free, you know, freestyle of swimming for an hour, that's an hour of active. And <laughs> after 20 minutes yeah. of freestyle swimming, <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. Uh, so it might, you know what? I'm going I'm to give it a try. I'm going to see how long I can swim before I drown. And then I'll post an update on, on my Twitter account and, and I'll let people know <laughs> how long I could swim. Nice. Actually, that might be a good way to keep myself, you know, motivated as well. So today I did like five minutes <laughs> before I drowned. <laughs> Interesting. Well, hey, I got back from my my trip and and I I did successfully. I mean, I I did a little bit of business while I was away, uh, which I knew I would. I, I had some you know mm-hmm. some clients that I met with and was able to arrange some of that stuff and, and was able to do some research for some upcoming projects and, and stuff. But for the most part, I really did unplug on this family. And I want to tell you first and foremost, an application that I used that really helped me to continue to market my business and, and kind of keep me connected uh, in, in some fashion with my audience while at the same time, uh, really not worrying about, you know, am I posting enough or am I, am I, you know, focused enough on, on my business because I was able to really unplug from my business. And so actually two things that I'll share with you as, as tips that really helped me as a small business owner to go away for 11 days with my family and not have be over consumed uh-huh. with work. Number one was realistically setting the expectation for email responses while I'm gone. Um, most email uh. providers today have the ability to do an autoresponder. So I set yeah. up I set up a vacation response that said something to the effect that hey folks I just want to let you know or I said hey there uh, this email is an automated response to let you know first and foremost that your email has been received and it's sitting in my inbox please understand that I'm away for eleven days from you know Friday June twenty fourth through Tuesday July you know. Um, whatever that fifth, uh, that I will be out of town and will not be responding to emails until after I return. Uh, the only exception, you know, I put in there, the only exception is if you're calling, if you're writing about my podcasting A to Z, I will be checking my email once each morning, but only to only responding to those requests. If you have anything else, please, please understand that you, the response to this email will happen sometime between Tuesday, July 5th, and uh, Saturday, July 9th. And so I just... Now, I have a question about that. Yeah. <clears throat> aren't, you, aren't you worried that um, if you put an autoresponder like that, that people know that you're away from home and that it poses a security risk? No, not really. Uh, no? No, I, I, okay. you know, because I mean... Yeah, I, I, we we post about this stuff on Twitter. We I mean we talk about the fact that we're going on these trips on our podcast before, and and that goes out to tens of thousands of people and and stuff like that. And and the what I do as far as security is concerned is obviously we we've got the house well protected here, but um, I usually arrange for somebody to come either stay at the house or check in several times a day at the house. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, of course, we have the automatic shotguns that are rigged to the doorknob that if you open it, <laughs> <laughs> just if anybody's out there listening, and the mines. Yes. Right. The mines in the backyard. It's, yeah. 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 We, you know, and the top steps are electrified so that if you step on it, uh, no, we, no, mm. I don't really worry about that. I don't worry about that stuff very much at all. Um, we, we, we do okay. have, we have some precautions in place for, for things like that. But, um, but yeah, that, but that's, that, that's actually, that's a, that's a very good point because then people, Instead of just not getting any response and you perhaps feeling guilty about them not hearing back from you, they do get a response. It's just like, hey, uh, have some patience. I'm on vacation. Exactly. And, and I'll tell you, it, it, it re- it, it, it's amazing what it does for me to know mm-hmm. that I've provided, I've set the expectation. You know, because before when I would go on these trips, if I didn't set an automatic responder, all of a sudden I just see in Gmail or my Google Mail, it's telling me, you know, it's been seven days and there's no response to this. Whereas it's like, oh my gosh, it's been seven days and this person's probably thinking, well, gosh, this guy never really responds to anything. Whereas now I know that, hey, this person, you know, he's immediately I got a response that says, hey, don't expect a response from me until as late as, you know, July 9th. I mean, it doesn't right. get more right. straightforward than that, and it took the pressure off. And and the uh, the funny thing is, is I got down to inbox zero before I left, and I set that expectation. And really, honestly, I I scheduled about thirty to forty five minutes each morning for my email. And for the first five days, I actually maintained an inbox zero. Oh, wow! Because it, and and I was just able to 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 nail those messages because a lot of the things is people wrote back and said, oh, you know what? For, ignore my last email. Uh, I'll catch you when you get back. And I, and, and that, what I would do is I would just shoot back and say, Hey, thank you so much. I'll talk to you when I, you know, talk to you in a, in a week or so. And, and that's all I needed to respond back. It was so great. Um, and stuff. And then of course, right halfway through the trip, that's when the email started to pile on. And, and I, I that's when I mm-hmm. really started to unplug and, and the email started to build and build and build. Uh, but I did. I unplugged, and and there's one other th- service, and it's called Buffer. It's called Buffer App. B u f f e r a p p dot com, and this is a service yeah. that allows you to schedule to choose certain times of the day that you would like to automatically send out tweets that you have queued up in a buffer. So, for example, I that's I'm, how you did that. Yes, that's I you I was. I knew you were away, and then I get these Twitter messages like, "Hey, my video instruction, my instructional videos are on sale right now, twenty five percent. Do you want to order one?" It's like I cannot believe that the Cliff, he's on vacation, he's in these great theme parks, he's perhaps standing in line for the Harry Potter ride, <laughs> and he's tweeting about like his instructional videos. <laughs> What's his wife going to think about that? Well, in the so that's p- how you did it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is in the past I did actually manually tweet those things out. And, uh, and, and uh-huh. for me, it, it, it's like my, well, my family kind of made a game out of it because every time I would make a sale, my phone goes cha-ching and the kids know that that was more money made and it was actually kind of fun. <laughs> Um, but at the same time, I yeah. had to remember to send out these reminders throughout the day sporadically while I was gone. And I mean, I made a great deal of money while I was on the, I made, I think I, at one time, um, no, it was, I think it was Thanksgiving of last year or it might've been Thanksgiving the year before, but I made like $2,000, uh, one four day weekend as a result of those tweets. So 
it's it's yeah. pretty it, it's it's pretty effective tool. So this time, what I do is, is I actually have I have buffer app set up by uh, right now to where at eight fifty five in the morning, eleven fifty five in the morning, and four fifty five p.m. That's you know five minutes before people start their work day in the East Coast. Uh, five minutes before they go on their lunch break or yeah. five minutes before they leave the day for work. Those are the most t- times that I oh, Wow, found- that's smart. Hold on. Give me those, give me those, give me those times again. Cause I'm, I'm, of course I don't have an office job, so I don't know these things, but that's like eight fifty five. Yeah. Eight fifty five. And then when is lunch? Uh, people typically go to lunch right around noon, 12 o'clock. So 1155. Yeah. And then right before okay. people usually leave, and yeah. pe- people usually leave work about five, so I do four fifty-five p.m. Now you could do that. You could actually double up, and you could actually do that for the East Coast and the West Coast. So Eastern time and Pacific mm-hmm. time, sure. And that reaches your largest audience. But I just did it for the East Coast, and what I did is I set those three times as my my buffered, you know, scheduled tweets, and I go into the service, and I mm-hmm. can pile up a whole list or a whole queue of tweets that I want to go out. And then you'll notice if you actually watched my tweets, you'll notice that it wasn't all, you know, buy this from me, buy this from me, buy this from me. It was, Hey, I have this for sale. uh, And here's a great quote that really inspires me or, Hey, I found this this tool that, that, or here's a great article on, on how to effectively do this. And, and so it was, I kind of, you know, corresponded just trying to keep only one or two kind of shameless self-promotions but the rest of it buffered uh in with you know valuable tips and tricks and and other things that i know my audience would be interested in so it's called buffer app and it's at bufferapp.com and it worked amazing and the cool thing is is i only have three scheduled throughout the day and i know what time those are scheduled to go so throughout the day what i'm doing is i'm also randomly uploading yeah. twit pics, you know, p- photos and and tweets of saying, hey, check this photo of ah. us at Harry Potter World. And so I'm incorporating both business and personal. And really all I'm doing is the fun sharing and all the business related stuff was all taken care of ahead of time. Very strategic. That is so smart. I yeah. love it. I love it. That, that's a great tip. Yeah. And so, uh, and by the way, you can actually set up, you can even do, uh, now with buffer app, you can actually do, you could, you could set up seven different times throughout the day, uh, for it to do. And you can actually create these mm-hmm. profiles where you say on Saturday and Sunday, I only want to tweet these hours. Uh, but Monday, Tuesday or Monday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. Friday, I want to do these hours and Tuesdays and Thursdays. I want to do these hours. And what it does is you just keep throwing in oh, tweets wow. and it automatically takes the most recent one or you can actually go in and drag and drop them into a special order. So great, great service. And it really helped me mm-hmm. to live a pursuing, uh, you know, a balanced life while on this trip. And at the same time, effectively marketing my services and those tweets throughout the day, um, mm-hmm. probably generated about 15, $1,600 worth of sales, uh, sales for my digital products and probably about three or $4,000, uh, generated for my podcasting A to Z course while I was away for 11 days. Wow. And, and so, yeah, that's a great example of putting in, in, instead of just working, 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 you stop, think strategically, how can I do this for using new technology? And, and the result, the effectiveness is even 
probably higher than if you had, you know, just worked and worked and done all sorts of consulting hours and everything. Yep. So it's, it's just smart thinking and using your time as smart as, as creatively, as creatively as possible. Yeah. Hmm. I got to think about that. So the other thing is, is we, we went, uh, when we got to the Smoky Mountains, which was the last part of our trip, we, we got to the, the lake house and, and my, my dad, and my mom had bought a, a pontoon boat, which is a, just like a flat boat that floats on the water. And, uh, you can, it's almost like a living room on the water. It's, it's really cool. And, oh, yeah. and yeah. we got out there and the kids had their life jackets on and we started swimming in the lake and just, just, just going through seeing the most wonderful scenery. And I really got unplugged. I mean, I, I felt so disconnected from the daily grind and, and, and stuff like that. Not that my daily grind is anything I, you know, that I dread or anything like that anymore. But man, I just really felt mm-hmm. totally relaxed. And then after 11 days, I come back home and guess what I did? The mm-hmm. the first full, you know, the first like eight hours of my, my first wake eight waking hours. When I got back, I sat on the uh. couch and vegged with my family. I'm like, I didn't do a thing. I'm like, I, my plan was Tuesday morning. I was going to get up, you know, bright and early. And I was going to just to tackle, I was going to attack that email inbox, but no, I, mm-hmm. my, my head was still in the clouds. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here and hang out with you guys. I'm still on vacation. And I'm like, well, vacation's over. That's, a, that's, a, great, that's a good sign. I know. Uh, and I remember tweeting. It, it means, it means it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I sent out a tweet. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, you know, I had such a great time. I'm, I am very glad to be home, but I'm not eager for things to return back to normal, which is basically, you know, work all day and say, I'm too busy to go out and enjoy life. And I'm too busy to go out and take a walk and too busy to go see the sunshine or, you know, too busy for this, too busy for that. And I said that. And of course, all of a sudden that evening I I start working and, and I, I, and I get really into it. And, the next day I start working, which is yesterday, Wednesday, I start working. And I mean, I'm really plowing through. I'm super ultra productive. And last night, right around four or five o'clock, Stephanie's like, hey, you, you know, Harry Potter's the last movie's coming out. You know, we're, you, we said that we were going to do this marathon. Um, what time did you want to start that? And I'm like, oh, man, I've, I, you know, I've, I've only got 39 more emails to get to. And and Uh if I could just get those in, of course, that way I could get them done before Thursday. Plus I have to do this and have to do this. And, and oh my gosh, we haven't done our bills yet. Our accounting. She goes, well, I'm coming down to help you with that. And I'm like, I don't have time for her to come to help me with this because it's not, I don't have time for that right now. So she came down and of course that forced (laughs) me to put off everything. So we had to do our accounting, which by the way is the highest priority when it's the seventh of the sixth Uh of the month. And, and they were all, you know, normally we do it all our bills on the first. So she, Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for Stephanie, I don't know what I would do. I'm, I'm serious. My wife is amazing and awesome. She came down here. She helped me make sure that I stayed focused. Uh, my mind, I was like that guy from uh, that dog from up, you know, squirrel, you know, just every yeah. single like five <laughs> minutes. She goes, do I have your attention? I know that dog. Yes. 
I know that dog. <laughs> and and so I'm sitting there, I'm working, 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 and finally we finish up all the accounting work. And she goes, so what time do you want to start watching Harry? What time do you want to put Harry Potter on tonight? And I'm like, ah. Oh. She goes, so do you want us to, Do you want me to start it without you? And I'm like, ah, oh, but I don't want to go back to the way that things were. And this is already me saying I'm too busy and, and, and I just feel like I'm so close and maybe next week I can get to that place where I'm not doing this. And she goes, well, maybe you could do it tonight. Mm. And, and she goes, I, she, I sit there, I said, do you know what I mean? She goes, I'd like to tell you that I understand, but I don't. I, she goes, it just sounds to me like you just love to work and, and, and that's, that's fine. I'm not, she said, Stephanie says, I, you know, I'm not going, I'm not upset. I mean, we had 11 days and, and, you know, I realized that you're backed up and I understand that you feel the need to get caught up and stuff like that. And, I, and, and no, I don't know what all's on your to-do list and how important all that stuff is. And I, I really don't, but, but I understand that it, you know, I, I don't understand that you need to work. I understand that you want to work. And I'm like, but no, you don't understand because I do need to work. And she goes, if you say so. And I said, and she goes, I said, well, I'll tell you what, I, I could come back, I guess. And so she says, you know, whatever, you know, I'm not going to pressure you. I mean, if you want to work tonight, that's fine. And so I decided, you know what, forget it. I'm going to go and I'm going to watch Harry Potter with my family. And so that's why last night I, I went ahead and stopped, even though I had tons of stuff still to do. And I watched Harry Potter with my family and had the most amazing time and and just had lots of fun. And after the kids, uh, after that was done, the kids went to bed and I came down and I worked for a couple more hours and Stephanie came down. We recorded uh, two podcast episodes and and then we went to bed. And guess what? The world did not end. <laughs> that is great. I'm, I'm glad for you. It's uh, It sounds like that that's, that's part of a very balanced living. Yeah, it, I, the the one thing that I remember sitting there uh, as I was watching Harry Potter is, you know, mm-hmm. and, and this is b- very morbid. Uh, so I apologize mm-hmm. in, in advance for being very morbid. But I sat there and I remembered thinking, you know, you know, if I were to die while I sleep tonight, I'm so much happier that I chose to spend these hours with my family tonight instead of saying, you know what, I don't have time for you. I have to work. Yeah. You know, and, and I know that sounds crazy, but yeah, it, it just reminds me of that saying that I hear so often that, that people never, you know, when people get old and, and they're on their deathbed, you never hear somebody say, I wish I would have spent more time at the office. You, it's, that was exactly what I was, was about to say. I, I heard it on a podcast just the other day. I was like, and it hit me. It's like, that's so true. Nobody ever regrets not having worked more. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's always like, I wish I had had more time for my kids, yeah. for, you know, the things that really matter instead of just working, working. That's and true. So there are so many of these principles, these success principles, life principles, life balance principles that I, I know I've experienced, but I still fail to live them out in my daily life. So I've made a determination that, that one of the things that I'm doing, especially now that I have this buffer, you know, thing is that I'm always going to be looking for for principles that that are in you know compacted into quotes and randomly just sharing those uh, that that things to as, as I'm sharing them there are things that I'm reminding myself of as as truths so that I can hold myself accountable to what I'm sharing and saying you know what this is what I want this is a, this is a principle I want to live out in my life and so uh, fun stuff that's what's been going on in my world I love it it um uh, just the other day, I, I was um, 
reading through. I'm 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 trying out this Google Plus network, and um, and, and it's funny when when you start kind of trying out a new network and you start following a few people and and at you know a few days ago it was not very crowded and i started following a guy that i'd been uh he was he's a blogger i think he's like his zen habits is that his blog um and i used to read that blog a lot because it was all about balance and about um I don't know, just a guy with great common sense. It's not really about Zen or anything, but it's just like this kind of Zen type of balance in your life. And I think it was him on on Google Plus, he posted an article that he had stopped counting calories and instead he was just being moderate in what he ate. He had stopped, um, you know, trying to apply all these different techniques of cleaning up his desk and GTDT and all, all that sort of stuff. He's like... I just work whenever I have to work and I try to do it with as much energy as possible and I stop when I when I need my rest and everything. It was kind of this whole almost as if he matured and and he didn't need those tools anymore because he had found his kind of natural balance and it's almost that he lived a balanced life by intuition. And I was fascinated by it. I was like that that is actually what we're striving to to attain, it, 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 we have to count calories because we're not used to paying attention to what we eat and how much we eat. We we do need to apply these all these techniques of of uh, getting to inbox zero and structuring our day and structuring our our calendar because we're not used to work with intelligence in a way. And, and but over time, I hope that we get to that point where you just. By intuition, you know, this is the right thing to do right now. Just like, like you felt the other day when it's like, you know what? I think I am going to watch that move, the Harry Potter movie, even though my system might tell me that I have a lot of other things to do. And, and, and I don't know. It's something to look forward to. Perhaps I'll never reach it, but I, I, I felt inspired reading that. You know, I, I remember you sharing when you first, when that person read it, because I've never followed that blog, but I follow you and you follow that blog and you've shared it before. And I remember re- hearing you recite mm-hmm. what he had shared, and I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I think for me personally, I always need to be reminded, and and it, and it comes down to you know, I and 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 it's funny. I can really bring this into uh, a light that you and I both could you know relate to very easily. You know, you mm-hmm. coming from a, a yes. Catholic background, you have. You know your your approach to faith uh, in the Catholic background is is very structured. You have routines and you have um, you have um, uh, you know certain things that uh, that you do over and over again mm-hmm. and 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 yeah. ri- rituals yeah. 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 and and these things help you mm-hmm. to remember to to make certain things priority. Whereas the Protestant faith. You know, and by the way, I, I'm very familiar with a lot of the the old Catholic traditions because I went to Catholic school from second grade all the way to seventh grade. And I remember, you know, one of my mm-hmm. one of the things that I miss today is the Stations of the Cross uh, that they did every year. Mm. And I miss that because for for me, I'm going to be honest as a Protestant Christian, and and I this this isn't a, a in a, you know, I, I maybe it's a lot me, but I don't find Easter nearly as exciting as as when I was in in Catholic school, because you know mm-hmm. the, I, I feel like so much of my Protestant upbringing is you know casting off the the rituals, casting off the rules, and casting off 
so many of the these different things and and just being free you know kind of everything that you said that that person said is like i don't need to go to church every single sunday morning sunday night and wednesday night and tuesday prayer meetings and 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 this and that i don't need to read my bible every day i don't need to go and 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 take communion i don't need the, i don't need i don't need because you know what i've 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 come to this place where i really have just this great relationship with god and and we're so free in who we are with one another and that that i really don't need the church anymore and 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 sometimes mm-hmm. i see uh, you know, and, and being somebody right now um, who has been away from church for uh, personally, I haven't been to church in four weeks. And the reason why I haven't been mm-hmm. to church in four weeks is because I've been out of town all four of those weekends. And I want to tell you, it's yeah. it's having an it's having an effect on me. And I, I mean, I'm like mm-hmm. the other day I come back and I'm like, God, you still there? You know, it's like, I feel like I'm alone and, <laughs> and it's like, man, how far do I feel away from God right now? And, and, and sometimes I need structure. Sometimes I need, I, I need routine to, 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 to I, get me moving yeah. again. I, I mean, I, do, I totally agree with what you say and, and, and routines and, and structure uh, can be great support for our, for our freedom. I mean, freedom you just do whatever you want, but freedom is basically, you can be very free within a very structured life and yeah. even surrounded by rules. And you can even be free in, in prison because it's something on, on the inside and not, it's not tied to those rules. I think what I meant to say, what, what struck me in that article was that uh, I felt that the guy um, it had those Routines had become, or those structures, or those tools had become second nature almost. Ah, uh, yeah. So he didn't have to, kind of like, so you know, like like what we sometimes have. Like, I don't need to count every single calorie of a meal because I'm so good now at estimating what it is. Yeah. And I can tell, I can feel because I've learned how to listen to my body. I can feel when I'm full, and I don't, I don't have that like, oh, I, I got to eat more, I got to eat more because there's more on my plate, you know. I, and and so that's kind of the yeah what i hope i will ultimately achieve is that i've my life has become so much enriched by all those tools and by all the all everything i've learned throughout the years that i don't need to be so much on purpose with everything anymore it, it, it has become second nature and it, and that that i think will give me a little bit more freedom um and i already feel that that now with with calorie counting and that sort of stuff that's already what happened i i know when i eat too much (laughs) yeah i I find that i'm doing that as well i I haven't counted calories actually i started on tuesday and then quickly fell off that bandwagon just as quickly as i got back on it uh but i found that that through my trip i I pretty much maintained my weight while i was away and uh and Mm -hmm. and and i am i'm at i am at that place where i do know what I'm eating, and I know that if I want to lose the weight, I need to actually get out and do the physical activity. It's it's my eating is not my overeating is not an issue anymore because I have been trained, and and I know yeah. what is the right amounts. Great stuff, That's well, Father great. Roderick. Um, you're in Spain, uh, and you're going to be there next Thursday as well, correct? Yeah, that will be the last day, and then on Friday, I'll uh, I'll fly back. All right, so uh, we might be able to do another show. All Depending, right. of course, on whatever my friends decide to do. Yeah, I, I tell you what, I, hey. I don't want to remove any concept of obligation and just want to say re- real quick, if we record a show next week, we'll be here together next week. 
If Father Roderick's not here, there's about a 50-50% chance I'll record something short and sweet if I have something exciting to share. And if not, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, Let's just put it out that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like that. Hey, I've got a final tip for you and for our listeners. Uh, If you haven't done so already, check out the last episode of um, uh, Jillian Michaels podcast. Uh, At one point, she tells a lot. She uses a lot of information on on how she left Biggest Loser and why. And I think that she explains it. She explains it very well. And uh, you get a lot of kind of background on that on that decision, which, of course, she she wasn't able to uh, to tell on on TV. And I think she made the right choice. Just listening to it. I think this is someone who's really in touch with, you know, why am I here? What is my mission in life? What should I do right now? And how do I feel about doing something that might be economically very good for me, but it doesn't really match my deepest desire or vocation anymore and i thought i was fascinated it's it's, again it just uh, confirms to me that she's not just a good guide when it comes to health and fitness but also kind of balanced living so highly recommended excellent and of course is that the july 1st episode stop snacking tricks and arthritis is the one before that i don't know because i i think i was traveling that day but well anyway it's just the the, the last one or the one before all right um, uh all about faith and dr v's top seven that's it's, i think that's the one all about faith yeah yeah i'll, I'll pull that one up here because I, I i've got to the point where i got okay. so backed up that i'd been skipping some of her episodes and and so you keep telling sure. me, it's like, oh, you, yeah. go, you can't miss this one. I'm like, okay, I'll go listen. I'll go listen. Great stuff. Hey, thank you. It's not you. an obligation, Cliff. You I, just do it whenever you feel for it. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's awesome to talk to you. I am so, I'm so glad that you're having a wonderful time in Spain. Um, and I hope that if you get around to it, post more photos and, and stuff like that. I love seeing what you're up to there. It's, it absolutely looks gorgeous. And I look forward to hearing some of the podcasts when you get back and, uh, Really enjoyed your health and holiness to share or not to share episode. Okay, cool. I'll post uh, my, my, my sound seeing tour uh, very soon. And I've been making 3D movies. Ooh. Oh, yes, with your So Sony. you can now see me with my bloggy. <laughs> yes. Soon you'll be able to see me in, in red and green. <laughs> hey, where can people <laughs> find your, um, your audio sound seeing tour? Uh, just go to um, sqpn.com. That's where I'll post it. And, of course, uh, follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Father Roderick. I'll, uh, I'll post a tweet when I, uh, whenever I have an episode ready. Excellent. Well, my friends, thank you. That's going to wrap it up for this episode. We'll be back maybe next week, if not definitely two weeks from now. Until next time, stay balanced.